Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Everybody, Chad Madden here with the Grow Your Practice podcast, and today we have a very special guest. Uh, Mr. Nick Patel is uh, the National Director of Clinical Services for USPH and is also the Executive Director of APTQI. And with looming Medicare cuts yet again on the horizon here, this is going to be a super valuable conversation for you as a practice owner. So welcome to the podcast here, Nick. Appreciate you having me, Chad. I wish uh, we didn't have to talk about yet another cut, but uh, yeah, happy to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for for doing this. Uh, it's going to be great. The So there uh, another proposal came out July 13th. Um, can you talk about what the, the basics of what is in that proposal? You don't have to be super detailed. I know there's some telehealth stuff and things along those lines, but uh, anything pertinent to the physician fee schedule and really how's that going to affect us as private practice owners and physical therapists? Yeah, sure. So um, the take-home message from this proposed rule, which is really what um, everyone looks at to sort of get a guide for you. If you're a practice owner, you need to know what you're going to get paid next year, right? Because rates do change year to year, and it's very hard to budget unless you know what you're going to make. So the proposed rule usually comes out in the summer. And the biggest thing that everyone looks at is um, what are the uh, movements or what's the percent it's going to move up or down um, projected for next year. So uh, therapists get paid on the physician on the physician fee schedule if you work in the outpatient setting. So that's why, um, even though it's a physician fee schedule, um, therapists uh, need to know about it as well. And in our um, in our section um, of the proposed rule, it anticipates a three point three six percent. If you really want to get down to the numbers, three point three six percent cut in the fee schedule um, for twenty twenty four. Uh, and that's compared to what you got in 2023 20, uh, currently this year. So that's um, that's how it would move relatively. Um, now, if you're a practice owner, what you don't want to do is sort of uh, take that to mean every single code that you get is going to be exactly 3.36% less than you got um, this year because every code moves a little bit independently of itself because of um, um, its own characteristics and its own RVUs. So it's probably um, a good idea for everyone to sort of um, look up those uh, RVUs and look up their geographic indexes if they really want to get a little more granular. But it, it's 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 safe to say that if you're a therapist, regardless of where you are in the country, um, your your Medicare cut could be anywhere between you know minus three point three to minus three point six, you know, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that that's very fair and. By the way, love the point that you just said, because for years, I thought it was universal uh, against uh, all codes and the, all, all of our services. But I know off the top of my head, I think since 2014, um, therapeutic activity is up 3%, but manual therapy is down 12%. And I think Therex is down 11%. So uh, yeah, it, trust Neil on this one. You can go online and uh, verify it but yeah it, it, it isn't universal and that's Nick, I, I think that's a great point yep um the by the way did i just say neil 
<laughs> I think you did, but it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was wondering if there's someone else in here, but it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'll, I'll go back and cut it out. Sorry. No, no worries. Um, so it, I, and there's another, I, I think, you know, th- there's usually a, a big push for adv- advocacy and it feels like we're doing that every year now, but uh, th- is there a deadline? I, I think it's uh, September 11th. For comments, yes, that's correct. It's September 11th. Okay, fair enough. And um, is there anything that I can do as a practice owner or that our listeners can do um, to, you know, links or anything like that to follow through and get their comments in and and comments heard? Yeah, the great thing is that uh, anybody can comment on the proposed rule and CMS has to sort of go through and they read these comments and they try to see what the public's reaction is uh, to what they're proposing. And uh, there's a lot of ways that you can do it. The quickest and easiest way is to go to um, a portal. APTQI has one on our Take Action page. Um, Chad's got the link for it. But uh, what you do is you go on there. It's got the salient points already um, in there for you about um, the rate cuts and supervision and all the other pertinent pieces of it. But it also gives you a a space to sort of write your own um, comments or give some background yourself. So. You can have all the points there for you, but you can add that I'm a practice owner. I am working in Tennessee. Um, these cuts are would do X, Y, Z for my uh, for my practice, for my patients, for my community. And so you can add to it what you want. And then you hit send. It it'll send it for you automatically, and it gets reported uh, along with the other all the other letters. Yeah, that's great, Nick. I I do have the link there. I'm actually looking at the page right now. We'll put that in the the show notes for everybody um, to check out and take action on. The so 3.3 to 3.6 percent cut uh, for most of us, and I'll use some numbers that we had uh, back in 2018. I think the average margin in private practice PT globally across the country was 14.6 percent. We're now on track, or at least the proposal is on track for yet another round of cuts that are taking many practices under that 10 percent. Uh, 10% profitability and threshold. Years ago, when we worked with Greg Crabtree, um, a CPA that works in uh, health services business, he said, anytime a, a practice or a business goes under 10% in terms of margin, they're on very thin ice and in jeopardy, a speed bump away of closing um, their doors. I know you just talked about adv- advocacy and writing in. Um, you also wrote an article that we can link out as well, specifically on how this is going to jeopardize another cut. Um, is going to jeopardize stability of uh, physical therapy and our ability to provide care. Can you go into that a little bit and um, share exactly what you wrote about there and why it's significant? Yeah, sure. And and this, yeah, what you just said is exactly the crux of the matter. Um, you lose all your safety net when your margins get that low because uh, you have no padding anymore uh, to, to weather any storms. And um, what you know, what I, what I try to tell people um, is if you're trying to uh, explain to someone who can, uh, either a regulator or a legislator, um, about, uh, about a cut or um, about your, your rates, you know, you don't, you, you don't want it to come across as, um, hey, I just want to get paid more, right? I mean, you're not going to get a lot of sympathy on the, on the other end uh, of the table. Um, what you do want to do is show that what these cuts are doing to the viability of your business and to the viability of your practice and for your ability to continue operating and serving the community that you serve. Because as you said, when that margin gets eaten away, 
what's going to happen is, um, sure, some areas will still be fine. Maybe some companies will still be fine, but some practices that um, maybe are the only practice in their area, in a, in a specific rural or underserved area, where when that practice decides to, um, you know, that they, it may have to shut down, it may have to decrease hours. The, the people that really suffer are the community that um, uh, that needs therapy, um, that, that live in that area. So that's what you really want to make sure that you, um, the, the point that you make when you're talking to someone who actually has the ability to help you is, it's not just, I want to get paid more. It's that we are at this point right now where further cuts are now actually jeopardizing the viability of actually opening and running and operating and, and having a practice that thrives. Great point. The I, I was just on with a group of owners here this afternoon, and I had brought up, I, I looked at 1994. So the physician fee schedule rate, or the I think it's called the conversion factor. Conversion factor, correct. 94. and where we're at today in the proposal for 2024. We're actually, it's lower today than it was in 1994. And an yes. owner asked, said, well, is there adjustment for inflation? I don't believe there is. Um, I don't believe there's any uh, inflation factor at all within the physician or the conversion factor. Is that correct? Yeah, we're actually forbidden um, by uh, congressional uh law to have any updates and we that's been the case since 2020 and it'll be the case until the end of 2025 that uh the fee schedule so again not just therapists but everyone paid on that physician fee schedule is not allowed to have a uh inflation bump um until after that five-year period great that we had nine percent inflation last year <laughs> <laughs> correct correct it's uh pretty inconvenient um okay so wanted to make sure we were clear on that i think you're exactly right spot on with everything that you, you know just shared there. Um, interesting question is, I know for years I had heard about APTQI. I never really understood it. I'll share a side story here with you. Um, we had hosted an event January of 2020 before the pandemic and everything in Dallas. Uh, Chris Redding was on stage and an owner in the crowd, I think we had about 225, 250 people there in the room had asked Chris, kind of challenged him in a way and said, you know, you're the CEO of this um, large organization. What are you doing about advocacy? And he went through APTQI and exactly what it was. And <laughs> at the end, he said, you want me to keep going? And it was amazing to me <laughs> about how many fronts, um, he, you know, he had initiative on. Can you explain to all of our listeners, what is APTQI and what does it mean uh, for the industry, because I, I, I think there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding there of what it is. And really, it's, a, uh, you know, the powerful tool that it is and exactly what you're doing. Can you talk about that? Next? Yeah, sure. Well, um, you know, the A in APTQI stands for alliance, and that's basically what we are at, at the heart of it. We're an alliance of outpatient operators um, uh, throughout the country. So we have a very narrow focus. I mean, therapy is huge. We practice in a lot of settings. Um, you know, we, 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 we touch a, a lot of different areas, but as far as APTQI is concerned, we really focus on that outpatient office space setting. So that, that's, that's our, our focus area. And our members are, um, you know, not individual people. Like, so a, an individual physical therapist is not a member. They don't, you know, you can't, uh, you know, send me a check and, and be a member, but it's the operators. It, so it's the company that's a member. So as you said with Chris, U.S. Physical Therapy is the member. 
And so what we do um, is we try to pool all these different companies' resources together. And it's not just large companies. We have uh, members that have uh, the much smaller footprints, uh, you know, 20 to 30 clinics. So we're, we're not merely just a, oh, you have 1,000 clinics or 600 clinics and, and you can be a member of the association. Um, so we, we, what we're really looking for is like-minded uh, you know, companies that uh, when we get together in this sort of group, even though we all compete every day of the week, sometimes our members have multiple clinics on the same streets. Um, but when we get together as a group, we put all of that aside and we have this one singular focus, which is whatever is good for the profession will be good for all of us, um, you know, regardless, and we'll all sort of um, uh, benefit. So it's a way for all these uh, companies to pool the resources together. And it's not just always money. Um, uh, a lot of our uh, uh, members offer up their time and their expertise and other employees at their companies who have a specific, um, you know, interest area or passion area. And because we are able to tap into so many companies and, and so much of their resources, we're able to kind of um, finally work on multiple fronts at the same time. So advocacy is one, um, uh, which you already touched down. Um, we we have a we have a whole payment committee where it's you know Medicare is one thing, but private private payment is another, and that is a huge problem for a lot of our members. And again, if it's a problem for our members, it's a problem for other practice owners as well. Um, we also take on other issues like uh, we feel like there's a diversity problem in our profession and there's a workforce problem in our profession that maybe even stems from it. So we have initiatives that we have another committee that works on that, that, you know, tries to improve our workforce and tries to improve the diversity of our workforce. Um, and basically it allows all of our members to say, uh, to bring up uh, issues to our, our board and say, hey, here's what I'm seeing. Are you guys seeing the same thing? Maybe we do something about this. So we can act pretty quickly. We're a relatively flat organization. And um, if there's something that we can move in on um, or you know, make a difference in, we plow ahead. That's great, Nick. Appreciate you going over that. What is the best way for our listeners to learn more about APTQI or you know, what social media channels are you on? Yeah, the best. I mean, yeah, the best way is um, <clears throat> through our website aptqi.com, um, <clears throat> and then you'll find all of our resources, um, the things that we use, our one pagers. You'll find some of the data analysis that we've done because that's another thing that we really focused on is contributing to the um, data pile that shows the effectiveness and it shows the the need for therapy, um, you know, in the country. Um, but uh, if you want to follow us uh, on um, on X. Uh, it's at Alliance, the word Alliance, PTQI, um, is, is our handle there. And, um, you know, we, we, we post constantly about, uh, things that we're doing and articles and op-eds that we've, um, published on, um, various topics relating to therapy. Right. And just to clarify for those of you that haven't caught on X is the platform formerly known as Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm almost too hip for my own good on that one. Sorry. Yeah. yeah you're way ahead. Uh, okay. We're, we're uh, yeah, I, I still see it called uh, the, you know, the formerly known as Twitter. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> correct. Um, any, any other places um, that they can reach out either um, to you or to APTQI um, in any way or um, anything else that you want to share with our listeners? 
Yeah, and um, actually, if you go to our website um, at aptqi.com, there is a, an email address um, for information um, that you can send an email off into if you wanted something more specific than that. And, um, you know, someone will get back to you as well as if you, if you submit something through there. Awesome. Well, Nick, uh, truly a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for sharing and also uh, helping us fight the good fight here. I appreciate what you do as well, Brad. Uh, Chad, you got... He's called you Brad. Okay, now we're even. <laughs> we're even. We're even. It's all good. <laughs> well, I appreciate what you do as well, my friend. Uh, you have a great platform and great listeners, and I appreciate you making the time. What's your strategy for boosting your profit margins? In the current industry landscape, margins are slim due to declining reimbursements and the rising cost of doing business. Breakthrough has just released a new course, Profitability Under Pressure. This 13-week masterclass focuses on five key areas in your practice that can help you increase your profits. We'll guide you through creating a financial plan, which is a step overlooked by many other practices. You'll also learn how to renegotiate insurance contracts, evaluate whether cutting ties with lower payers is beneficial, and how to add cash pay services to improve your lifetime patient value. By the end of this course, you'll have improved control over your profit margins and a clear roadmap for future growth. This program is exclusively for private practice owners. You must apply to be accepted. No hops or pops practices. Click the link below to get started. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.